Hey y'all, it's Heaven. And Kayla. And thank you for tuning in to Dear Girl Boss Podcast. Where we talk about all things Black women. Hey y'all, so today we're going to be talking about investing yourself and investing yourself as a Black woman, as a girl boss. But before we get started, we would like for our special guest to introduce herself and what she does, what she's involved in, and all of that. What's up, guys? I am Aaliyah Dua. I'm a junior business management major at Virginia State University from Brooklyn, New York. I'm the founder of Financial Revolution, which is my business where I teach financial literacy with the goal of building generational wealth in the Black community. Um, I started Financial Revolution during a pandemic because I understood that in the Black community, we didn't have the resources and access to knowledge and information that was causing a wealth gap to be expand and I wanted to help my community, specifically people who look like me and just as young like me, understand the importance of financial literacy and how to build wealth. So through that, I created a book um, and I go to different schools and organizations teaching financial literacy and making sure I'm better in the youth. Yes, and that's why we invited Aaliyah onto the podcast to speak with us about investing in yourself because we feel like she has so many gems, so many tips and tricks to investing yourself as a Black woman. And on to that, we would like to ask Aaliyah, what do you think investing in yourself means? So to me, investing in yourself means to do things that's enhancing yourself, but not on the outside, things that's enhancing yourself on the inside. So, you know, investing in, let's say, a course, investing in you know, a, a book, investing in things that's going to better your mindset, help you change who you are to become a better person, because it's not necessarily what you, how you look is what's in your mind. Somebody can, you know, lose themselves or not look so well, right, what we call well, but they, they have a wealth of knowledge, you know, in their mind and is how you treat people, what you do for life, how you impact others. So you have to invest in yourself first before you can ever pour into somebody else. Right. I feel like, um, you're the most important person in your life. So when I think of investing in yourself, of course, I think about money, like that comes to mind, but I'm more focused on how you can invest in yourself with your time, your energy, your creativity, your talents to be the best you, to be the woman that you've always dreamed of being and to get to a point where you can look at yourself like, wow, I came a long way. And I feel like one of the biggest things that I like tell myself now or try to abide by is sacrifice now so that I can thrive later or save now so that I can thrive later. Cause I feel like I have this mindset where I like I struggle to do things now that'll better my future, that'll better my future because I wanna be happy now or I wanna do all of the, the good things that I wanna do now and spend all my money now and go on trips and buy unnecessary stuff. But I feel like that's a really bad mindset when it comes to investing in yourself. And that's just something that I have to work on. And I feel like a lot of people have that mindset and that is something that has to be changed. I agree. I have that same problem where I would just feel like, you know what, I want to treat myself. I'm going to go do my nails, do my hair, get everything done, spend like $500. But that's, I feel like that's only investing like in your look, but that's, that has nothing to do with my mind. Like my brain, that's literally just me investing on the outside. So it's like, if I'm all together on the outside, but I'm a mess in, in the inside, it, it don't work out. So I agree with that. And then like onto that point, I feel like um, the most important thing when you're thinking about investing in yourself is to read books. Like I cannot emphasize that enough. I feel like um, you should always invest your time into reading books. Like there's so much information 
in books that is not like general information that you can get from reading books. So like make it a habit to get up in the morning, read a book. And then like onto that point, Aliyah, do you have like any um, books that you can recommend for like- Of course. So. So, besides yours, of course. <laughs> <laughs> um, Rich Dad, Poor Dad by Robert Kiyosaki. Um, Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. Um, the Wealth Choice by, I forgot who that's by, but The Wealth Choice. Um, think it, I said think bro, which um, money master the game. Let me see what else we got. The millionaire next door. Um, how to win friends and influence people. <laughs> you got a lot of gems, a lot of gems. Again, this is why we have her on because we know how invested Aaliyah is in this. Like she's gonna give a whole lot of gems about this whole episode. Yes, the four agreements. Like it's a it's a lot of books. You know, if you look up, you know, the top personal. Top 10 personal development books, top 10 financial literacy books. There's a lot of gems within those books, like Heaven said, where like a video is not going to have, right? And when you read something, you retain it longer because of the attention you have towards reading. When you watch a 30 second video, it's only 30 seconds, right? So your mind goes on to the very next thing. But when you're reading, you're reading to retain information. You're reading to learn something, to seek some type of knowledge. So that's exactly what your mind is going to get. So reading is definitely like a skill and you can have an audio version, right? Audio books, right? So there's so many different ways that you can make sure you're learning. There's so many, so many resources out there. You just gotta take advantage of it. And I think school has like made us disconnect our love for reading because mm -hmm. school, they make us read a whole bunch of books where it's like, it's boring. Oh yeah, yeah. for it. So now when we think of reading, it's like, that's boring. You know, I don't want to do that. My mind can't do that. But when you're reading something, it's just like watching a movie, right? It's telling you a story. So it's just like, whatever you can watch, you can read, right? So that's, that's important. Yeah, I, I want to like be back off of that point of school, like ruining the idea of reading. Like now I'm, we're all in like collegiate spaces. We're all in like college. And I feel like it's hard to find time to yourself to read what you want to read because you always have to, use your time to read what you have to read for class. And I feel like it's oh, it's important to like, like I said, invest your time into doing things that will get you somewhere in the future. So find that time, like if it's in the morning, get up in the morning, read a book. If it's like while you're eating breakfast, read a book, just find that time, invest your time instead of watching Netflix or instead of, and of course you should always um, invest your time in things that you love to do. But I feel like when you can find the time, do things that you feel like will um, enhance your future instead of like just enhancing your present right now. I agree. Yeah, I, so I was the type of person where I did not like reading, like I would read for class, but outside of that, I would not read at all. And then I started to realize that I needed to make that time for like extra reading. And it's hard, like it's a process. I, what I would say is start like, well, something I'm learning now to do is like 30 minutes a day that I learned from someone. So I would do that like in the mornings, wake up, read. And I feel like that, it gets you into the routine. So it's like, you want to do it rather than feeling like I have to do it or someone's telling me to do it. Um, and in regards to schools, I feel like schools, like in middle school, high school, they give us these long books that they're not engaging. Like most right. of them, we're not even really reading them. We're half reading them just to get the job done, to get the right. done. So schools have definitely messed up that as well. Right. 
Um, what do y'all, oh, I'm sorry. No, 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 you go. Okay, so what do y'all think about um, investing yourself, especially like as a black woman in America? Like, why is that so important? Because I feel like um, when it comes to like social mobility and like economic mobility, America and like its systems have made it kind of impossible for women to have that that type of mobility and made it like more possible for black women especially to fail and hold us back so how do y'all feel like that's important when it comes to like investing yourself for us that's super important i feel like being a woman alone but especially a black woman the odds are stacked against you every day like every single day there's odds stacked against you saying that you won't win there's things set up for us not to win right so in order for you to win, you have to do all the things that they say that you're not going to do. They have, you have to do all the things that they make unattainable for you, for you. Like all the things that they say you're not going to do, all the things that they make you run extra hard for, you have to do it. And you have to do it well. And you have to motivate other people to do it too. Because if you don't, then we, we pass down generational poverty that we see. Usually it's that one, like for example, you take the average family member, right? Once that one person go to college, then everybody after them wants to go to college, right? So think about once you see that one person become wealthy, everybody after them is gonna want to obtain some type of level of success. So yeah. being a black woman in America, you have to always have your head leveled up and ready to do things and do all the things that they say that you won't do because you're preparing the next generation of women that's coming after you to wanna do the same. I agree. I think it is all about just preparing the next generation. And I also think like black women, we really set the standard. Like, yes, truth be told, we set the standard in every way in all fields. Like we're just it. And if you're not really trying to become better all the time and just invest into yourself completely, how are you going to inspire? How are you going to set the standard? It's like you have to be you have to become the woman that you want people to look up to. And that's the most important thing. Right. I agree. I feel like, um, like you said, Aaliyah, with the kind of like domino effect, if you see somebody before you doing something that like is beneficial to their career or their future, you're going to want to follow in their steps. And that comes into like how your family and your friends, like surrounding yourself with the people who are doing good. So you can't just be the person who is investing in yourself and motivating others to do so. You have to surround yourself with people who want to do the same because how are you going to do that for yourself and you're surrounding yourself with people who just want to laugh and play or that all day don't want to do nothing that affects their future just want to do everything that like affects their present and literally is detrimental to their future so yes i feel like um one of the most important things for us specifically is surrounding yourself with people who are like the same or who have the same mindset or the same goals as you yep there's a quote that says you're the average of the five of the five. What is it? There's, you're the average of the people, the five people that you hang out with the most. Right. So if you hanging out with five people who are bums, you're going to be the sixth bum. Right. And it's not even like how you dress it's more or how you carry yourself. It's more about your, your mindset. Right. If you just operating and moving with people who have a poor mindset, you're going to do the same thing. Right. It's almost like when your friend speaks one way, you start speaking the same way as well. And then we'd be like, oh, you jacking my lingo. 
subconsciously we just pick up on those things. So you you're gonna pick on your pick up on your friends' behaviors, pick up on your friends' attitudes, right? If you're hanging out with somebody who's always negative, you're always gonna view life from a negative perspective as well, right? However, it's always good to have a balance, right? You don't always need too much good, you don't always need too much bad, right? You need to have a balance so that you can see, okay, like these are things that I can't get myself into, right? So expose yourself to certain things so that you know, okay, this is not good. But also expose yourself to things that are good because you need to see a certain level of success in life so that you know that this stuff exists. If you don't know that something exists, you'll never know, all right, I can strive and I can aim for better, right? And that's what happens in our community, right? They surround us with poverty because they want us to only know poverty. If we ever get out of our environments or from the block and we know, you know more than poverty, we can say, okay, people are doing this, I can do it. They don't want us to know that. They don't want us to see that. So that's why they're going to put Chinese restaurants, crown fried chickens, and all of that stuff in our neighborhoods to keep us at that mindset, to keep us thinking that poverty is for us. That's what we have to identify with. However, you could go down the block and you can see more for yourself and understand that wealth is really what's for you. Yes, I agree. Um, like I said, surround yourself with people who are like you. Surround yourself with, like you said, you can expose yourself to the bad so you can see what's there and what you don't want to get yourself involved in, but also surround yourself with the good so you can know, like, okay, I want to be like that. Or you can have these role models that you look up to, like, okay, that will be me. Have this mindset that you're going to work towards that. And you're not going to do anything to like do things that will not get you to where they are. And yeah, so on that um, same point about like surrounding yourself with people around you. I feel like it took us some time to realize these things. And that comes with like personal development. So when did y'all start your personal development journeys? And like, how did you get there? What distracted you and all of that? So for me, I wanna say, I didn't know much about like personal development until I wanna say like the end of my freshman year in college and I went through a situation and I came across a few people on Instagram and they were like real motivational so for me that's when I started um and what got me there a bad situation got me there and I had so many negative thoughts to where I couldn't think positive at all like I was miserable sad depressed like a mess so being in that environment made me realize okay I need to see, I need to figure something out because I have to think more positive or my, I'm going to continue to just be miserable. So that's when I started. And for distractions, I didn't have many distractions when I started because the goal was to get out of that negative space. Right. I feel like for me, it was only up until recently, like a couple months ago that I really got myself together, realized that I'm extremely talented. Like I can I'm capable of doing literally whatever I want to do or being whatever I want to be in this world. And that's when I like started reading. I started focusing solely on myself before getting involved with other people, like making sure that I'm good before I exert my energy on other people. So when we talk about distractions, I felt like what held me back from reaching my full potential and what kept like distracting me along the way, like throughout my personal development journey is just like involving myself with people who did not want to see me be great. Like they would act like they wanted to see me be great, but I just know from like reflecting that is not, that those weren't their true intentions. And I feel like when you just focus on yourself and have like this positive aura, you like, like people like that, they just stay away from you. 
like by like automatically they just stay away from you so you won't have to like try to pick like who is for me and who is not for me so that was definitely one of my main distractions and then also um comparison and like imposter syndrome was another one of my main distractions or something that held me back from like being at my potential because I feel like especially in my space like I'm like I said I'm in college and I'm surrounded by all these people who I constantly feel like are doing better than me and so like when that comparison comes into play when it comes into play I feel like I'm not doing good enough I feel like I'm not being the person that I want to be because I'm looking at them and comparing it to myself so yeah that was one of the main things that distracted me I agree with what y'all said. I think one of like my biggest distractions was like, I knew that like, I wanted to be better and do better in life. But one, I didn't know like where I wanted to go necessarily, like, or what I wanted to do. So it was hard. I was kind of like grasping towards anything that I saw was successful. But just because something is successful for one person doesn't mean it's going to work for you. So that's something that I had to learn. And then also, I wanted to reach these goals, but I was still hanging out with the same people who didn't know what they were trying to do, right? So sometimes when you're trying to move on in life and you're trying to personally develop, you need to be around people who are in places that can help you. When you're trying to you know, become a different person, you can't bring your past lifestyle with you. So I think that was like a big distraction for me. And I really wanted to, I, I noticed that I needed to become a better person during the pandemic when I had, like, I had time with myself. Like, before, I had to always, like, let's say you be on the phone with somebody, talking to somebody, or doing something. I always had to have my time occupied, you know, doing something. And it was just like, why? Like, why couldn't I just, you know, be by myself and do things on my own? And that's when I realized, like, okay, I need to work on who I am. And I just started listening to different podcasts and consuming different type of information. And once I had that different information coming in my mind, I started to identify with different things. So my perspective on situations and the people I hung out with, when they said certain things, it would trigger me the wrong way because it's just like, that's wrong, that's not right. So then that's when I started evaluating, you know, the people I was hanging out with, the things that I was I was doing throughout the day. Like, was it necessarily contributing to where I'm trying to go? Like, did it align with where I was trying to go? And once I realized that it didn't, I had to cut all those things off. Right. And I feel like we all have like we all have different passions but with similar goals in mind and I feel like that similar goal is just like working towards bettering our community and giving back to our community but how did you guys like figure out that that's what you were passionate about like why Aaliyah for example did you figure out that you were passionate about um being making sure that people in our community are like financially literate and making sure that yeah we're all good I feel like from young, I always wanted to do something that involved people, always wanted to do stuff that impacted people. Like I really, I was always like kind of people heavy. Like I always tried to please people, but in a good way, you know, like I always wanted to help somebody. You always wanted to make sure like everybody around me was good. That was the type of person, type of characteristics that I had. So I always had in my mind, like, all right, I need to do something. I want to do something in life. Like I'm going to be successful doing something, but I just didn't know what it was. And then once I found financial literacy, it was like, when you have that thing that's keeping you up at night, that thing that you're always talking about, that thing that you're always trying to learn, that's always waking you up, something that gives you that drive, that push, that motive, 
right? That's when you know like you're passionate about something, something that you'll do no matter what. Like I'll stop financial, I mean, I'll stop doing anything for financial literacy or to teach somebody or to help somebody. Like it doesn't matter what I'm doing, right? If I can impact somebody else, like that's, that's what I'm going to do. And that's when I realized like, this is my passion. And every single day I'm comfortable learning it. I'm comfortable. It doesn't bore, bore me at all. Like I don't get bored doing it. I always feel like I have something to do. So when you have that drive and that type of love for something, that's how you know, like, that's your thing. But what I can say is that I've tried a million different things before I found financial literacy. I've, like, been in a marching band. I used to play basketball. I used to do all types of stuff, right? I even tried to start rapping, like, all types of stuff, feel me? So it's just, like, just because you have to, like, try different things before you find your passion. And something can be your passion at one moment. That just means it's going to be a passion for life. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, you have to kind of know that, all right, in life, you're going to go through seasons. And while you're in different seasons, you have to embrace those moments and just continue to go through it. Right. I agree. Like when you, when you know, like, you know, you love something when you like, don't care how much time you're spending on something, when you don't care how much energy you put into it. So like for me, after starting my mentorship program, I realized how much fun I was having and how much I really enjoyed it. And I just put it in. So like, I just connected it with all of the other things that I enjoy doing in my life. And I realized like, this is what I'm passionate about. I want to get back to my community and more like academically, I started out, I mentioned this before, but I started out college as an architecture major. And I took one, I took a whole bunch of architecture courses. And then I took this one course on like urban policy and how it affects um, people in like low-income communities, like African-American communities. And I realized that was the class that I spent all of my time on, most of my time on. That is the class that I enjoyed the most. And I realized like, this is what I'm really passionate about. I'm passionate about making a change, changing these policies that affect um, those in our community. And I stand on that. That's what I'm passionate about. So I agree when you, you know you love something when you're like, you don't care how much time you're spending on it. You don't care what it takes to complete it. You don't care at, about anything really, except meeting that goal. I agree. So for me, it was more, so I always knew that I was just different from everybody else. But in terms of like passion, like what I wanted to do with my life, I didn't really, well, I'm still figuring it out, but I didn't really know until college, like taking certain classes made me realize I was really passionate about the school systems and education and also my experiences with the school system because if you went to Achievement First or you went to any other charter school, then you know that the charter school network is a lot. And I, I, I'm not gonna get into that, but it's just a lot. And I feel like that's what made me passionate because I feel like in every aspect of schooling, there's problems. Like you can send your child to a public school, they're gonna have problems. You send them to a charter school, it's a different type of problem. Private school, like it's just all different. So. For me, it's like, if I see a problem, I have to figure out how I'm gonna solve it. So for me, that's what sparked my um, passion in education and schools. Um, also to like your talents or what you're good at. So all my friends, everyone always tell me like, I'm a good listener. Um, I'm a good listener and I give good advice and stuff like that. So I think that can kind of help you figure out what space you wanna walk in as well. Right. And so like earlier to our point of like having people around you who have like similar goals as you, I feel like it's also important to 
have supportive friends and family around you who want to see you like succeed in your like personal development journey. And of course it is possible for some people to do it without like their friends and family, but I feel like it's not for me. Like, and most people, of course, like when you are working on something, it is important to have people cheering you on. It is important to have someone on your side and making sure that you get there and you on, like I said, especially at this time in our lives as young adults, I feel like our family and friends play a huge impact on like our transition into adulthood, like our personal development journey, developing from like a young teen or a young adult into like our, our adult lives. And yeah, so what role does the environment like your school and your family play into your transition into adulthood? Environment is the most important thing ever. Your environment shapes who you are, the things that you go through, your environment, who you hang with, you know, who you don't hang with, who you see, right? And 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 when I think of environment now, I was just telling my friend is like environment is not even just what about people you hang out with, it's the people you see on social media, people you're following. That's a part of our environment now because we spend most of our time on our phones, on social media than we do actually like outside. So that's now the people we're engaging with. So environment literally shapes who you are. People go through things and they're like, all right, I'm not messing with this. People go through things and now they're like, I wanna become this. So, and, and you have people who influence you like subconsciously, like I was mentioned earlier, we automatically just grasp on to certain habits or qualities that other people around us have. So it's really, really, really important that you keep people around you who are keeping you level-headed, motivating you, keep people around you who are smarter than you, keep people around you who are gonna check you, keep people around you who are gonna make sure that you're becoming the person that you're trying to become. And sometimes when you're trying to elevate, it's hard for you to find people around you who are in places that you're trying to go. However, you better go to YouTube University and be inspired by those people and make sure that you're keeping those people in your ear because it's going to come a time and a place when those people are looking for you, right? They're looking for young leaders like us. They're looking for people who are, who are the next generation ready to provide and add value to other people. However, you got to be prepared when that opportunity comes. And in order to be prepared, you got to do the groundwork from before, right? You can't just, you know, expect that I... Jay-Z going to hit you up or or somebody going to hit you up, right? Any of your influencers or anybody you listen to just going to hit you up automatically. No, you got to do your groundwork first and make sure that you're putting your all in your, your, all your effort into it to make sure that you're going to grow and you can have a seat at that table. And when they talk, you can be able to add value to their conversations. I agree. I think environment definitely shapes you and it'll make or break you, especially when you're like in a negative environment and you don't know how to get out or if you're in a circle of people that you're just so different from. And it's like you don't really know how to you don't, you don't know what to do, how to navigate that. So environment is important. Also, social media, like I think social media is an environment because like we're like what Aaliyah said, like we're on our phones, we're scrolling on Instagram all the time. And I didn't realize how heavily influenced I was by social media until like I would see people posting certain things and I'm like, oh, I want to go buy that. Like, I like those shoes. I like that bag. And it's like, that's, it's like social media. It has us just to where, to it has us to a point where we feel like this is where we should be. And it's so hard to get out of that because it's like, you want to compare, 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 and you don't know how to deal with that. Right. I, I agree. And then I also feel like 
um, when it comes to like using social media and then like being in school and running a business, it gets hard to like balance all of that. So also on that point, like how do you guys balance um, being in school, having a business and everything else and like having a social life, traveling, doing what you like to do. And like, where do you draw that line where you're doing what you like to do and then like not doing like spending your money on unnecessary things, like back to investing in yourself and not investing in yourself. So what do you draw that line where you're doing what you like to do, spending on things that you like to spend your money on versus using that money can be used for something better. I can be using that money for something that can better my future. Mm, that's a great question. Um, first thing, first I say that that's something I'm still learning how to do. Like it's not an easy task and you know, I was watching a video and some people might disagree. I think that honestly, I personally feel like there's no, there's no balance when it comes to success, at least when you're trying to build success, there's, it's hard for you to have a balance because where you're picking up on one thing where you're trying to really strive and learn one thing and trying to accomplish one thing, you're going to be like failing or at least not putting your all and your best into something else. Right. And it's hard to have a balance at everything, especially when you're in the building stages. And that, that just comes with building. So that's something that I'm still learning. But some tactics and things that I use, I know that, you know, the life I want to live in, in the future is way more important and it's going to be way better than what I have now. So I keep that as like the number one goal in my head and in my mind. And also like dedicating time towards things. So like throughout my day, I have to know like, all right, these are the tasks that I have to get done. Right. So whatever I do in a day, this has to get done and I can't go to sleep until these things get done. Before I used to do it where every hour of the day I knew what I was doing. So like I would have an alarm that went off like every hour and I knew, OK, from this time, this time I'm doing this, from this time, this time I have a break. You know what I'm saying? So just knowing what your priorities first are and knowing what tasks you're trying to tackle and also knowing that, all right, if I'm trying to tackle these tasks, I have to make sure that I have somebody else who is doing these other things for me, right? So it's just like having, you. I can say having a balance, but making sure that you're getting the job done at the end of the day. So whatever, you, whatever your end or goal is, break it down and make sure that you're getting the job done. Yes, I agree on like having balance, but still like having discipline towards yourself. Like you can do the things that you want to do but cut it off at a certain point where you feel like okay I'm not using my time wisely or I'm not using my money wisely and like set those timers like okay at this point I'm going to be doing this at this point I'm going to be doing this and I can say like honestly say that's really hard for me and I've been working on it but I do feel like discipline is one of the most important ways to like get yourself to a point where and like making it making it a habit as well like getting to yourself to a point where you feel like okay, I'm advancing my life, I'm getting somewhere, and in a few years or in a few months, I'm going to be where I want to be. I agree. I feel like with me for balance, I'm still trying, like, with my money, I am not good at managing my money still, like, but I think what I do now, so for example, I love to eat, so I have a bad... <laughs> So I have a bad habit ordering out. So this past semester I've been cooking, like if it's Monday through Friday, well, I'm lying. If it's Monday through Thursday, I'll cook like breakfast. I'm not buying no food. And on a weekend, now I have that, you know, that little extra 
gift to myself. So I ordered something mm-hmm. out. So it's just about like what both of y'all said, like prioritizing. Um, and I also do have like a to-do list. So I write like every morning when I get up, before I do anything else, I write down every single thing I have to do for that day. And that keeps me balanced. Like I, I used to do it on my phone, but it don't work. It just don't work out. So I write everything down. It's just finding what works for you. Yeah. Yeah. And honestly, too, to add on, I think like we try to make life hard on ourselves sometimes. Like one thing I found myself doing, but it works for me sometimes though, it's just like completely cutting something off. Like sometimes when like let's say I, I need to stop doing something, I'll be like, all right, I need to like not do it at all so that I don't give myself the thought of doing it. You know, like let's say, you know, I really like eating out, right? Or I, I really like eating candy. Right, let's say I need to stop eating candy. I would just stop. I wouldn't even like give myself some type of grace into it. Like, all right, maybe throughout the week, I'm not going to eat it on the weekends I can. It was just like, I'll completely cut it off. And you got to do like what works for you and maybe do things in moderation. If like, you know, you need to go on a diet, don't say, all right, I'm never eating outside food ever again. Maybe say, like you said, like, I'm going to eat it only on the weekends. And then that gradually puts yourself in a place where you can get used to going without it and you don't crave it anymore, right? Because sometimes when things are a habit, our mind craves it, right? Because it's something that we're used to. It's almost like brushing your teeth. Like that's something that you just do every day. When you do something every day, you become like, it's your norm. So without it, your mind and your body is like, all right, something's off today. So we have to gradually like, you know, put ourselves in places to become better and change our habits. Yes, I agree on all of these points that you guys are saying. And lastly, I would like to ask Aaliyah specifically any advice for aspiring entrepreneurs? Because I've seen like Financial Revolution, her business grow exponentially and how she's given back to all of these different people, all these different communities, all these different schools. And I feel like she would have like some of the best advice when it comes to um, rising entrepreneurs or people who feel like they want to be entrepreneurs but don't know where to start. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, what I can say is think big. Don't ever think your business is too little. Don't ever think you're too little, little to do something. Whatever idea that you have, like think big and even bigger and do it. Even if you can't do it to the level you want to do it, at least you did it at one level and you could keep growing. Right? Like don't try to be perfect with everything that you do because at the end of the day your business is a story and your story only gets better right so over time you want to grow with your business right same thing that we didn't come out perfect but the goal is to chase perfection with ourselves so it's just like keep becoming better your business keeps becoming better right you make more money you can add more equipment you get what i'm saying so don't think that you know i'm oh i'm just starting out i can't do this oh i don't know nobody i can't do this right it's not about that like Half of the things that I've done is literally because I sat in my room and I just thought about it and I said, all right, I'm going to go put some action behind it. And I haven't even done things to the level of success that I want to do it, but I started and it looks good at the end of the day. And it's going to look better because it's only going to keep being better and be consistent with your business. When you love something, you got to be consistent with it, right? Would you go a day without feeding your baby? Think about that, right? Like, would you go a day without feeding your child? No. So your business is your child. Don't treat your child like it's one side off thing that 
maybe today I might feed it. Maybe today I might post like every single day you have to be pouring into your business. Every single day you have to be doing something that's adding value to yourself so that you can impact other people. Like the world is literally waiting for us to do things for them. That's what we're here for, to add value to other people. The world, somebody in this world is waiting for you to change their life. So go do what you have to do to change their lives, right? Everything else is going to come afterwards. Don't focus on anything else but your goal. Whatever your goal is, focus on that. Think big and think bigger and just be consistent, right? Be consistent with your content. Be consistent with making sure that you're learning stuff. Be consistent with, you know, whatever you have to do, whatever type of business you have, just consistency is literally like the key, like just keep going at it. Yes. I feel like if you take anything away from this episode is do not think small, think big. You're capable of doing really anything you put your mind to and stay consistent. Don't think, like you said, don't think one day, okay, I'm not going to do it. And then the next day I'm like, okay, let me get back at it. And then expect people to be engaging with your material or engaging with your content after you just took a long break like be consistent don't give up and you'll get to where you want to be and on that note we'd like to thank Aaliyah for coming on to our episode make sure you follow financial revolution two ends I think on Instagram and make sure you also follow dear girl boss podcast dear girl boss official on Instagram and yeah make you engage with both of our content and that's the end of this episode um and thank you guys for having me i appreciate it i like what y'all doing i like the posts you know they're really good really inspirational and keep at it you know it's only the start and it's going to become something great it's great right now but it's going to become greater and i appreciate you guys for having me Thank y'all for tuning in to Dear Girl Boss Podcast. Be sure to follow us on all of our socials and be tuned into the next episode.